Hello, bold ones. My name is Anne Alexander Cedar, and today I want to talk about the importance of curating community for other actors. This is one of those really often overlooked things, and other actors are actually such an important part of creating a thriving career for yourself. In fact, so much so that I include them in the five pillars of a thriving acting career. So today I'm going to tell you five really good reasons why you should curate your own actor's community, as well as five steps on how to create a successful community for yourself. So if you like videos like this, please like and subscribe. If you're excited about this video, leave a comment in the comments below. And if you're ready, let's get into it. So the first reason that you should work on cultivating an actor's community is for perspective. We get into so many emotional situations and we are tender human beings with relatively thin skin sometimes. So it's really good to have a group of people whose opinions that you trust and who are not emotionally involved in your situation, who can give you a fresh perspective that perhaps is not so hurt. <laughs> How can I put it other than that? Let me give you an example. I had a conversation the other day with another actress who was saying she saw an actress, friend of hers, at a premiere, and the actress that she saw was having a lot of success at the moment, and she felt that this actress looked straight at her, turned around and walked away after she had waved to her. Well, feelings are not facts. That's the first thing to remember. And unless you know something for a fact, there is no point, and it's very detrimental to get yourself worked up about it. So having a group of people whose opinions that you respect and who care about you to remind you that, hey, you don't know what was going on with her. She may have just felt she was slighted by someone else, or she may have just gotten really good news or bad news or whatever. She may have to go to the bathroom. You know, you don't know what's going on in her head. So don't assume that you do. So what I just expressed is an unemotional, unbiased, perspective on what possibly could have been happening so that she can reframe the situation for herself because it wasn't serving her to think that she was being slighted by someone for whatever reason that does not serve you that doesn't help you it doesn't make you feel good it doesn't bring you any further and in fact it does damage by damaging your relationship with that person so for instance if she hadn't been able to reframe that in her mind the next time she saw that actress, she may have slighted her. This is a small world. Even if you live in a big city like L.A. or New York or London, it's still a small world. There are still only so many actors, and you start to see each other again and again and again at these auditions and events and film festivals. In as much as you can, it's really important to maintain good relationships with people. So perspective on anything that can make you feel uncomfortable. Another great way to incorporate perspective from your fellow actors is when you have to decide on your headshots. When we get the preliminary headshots from the photographer, sometimes we get up to a thousand pictures and we've got to go through these. These are great photographers, so most of the pictures are pretty damn good. And then you've got to go through them and figure out which ones actually represent you and your brand the best. And this can be really difficult to do that for yourself. 
it's difficult to see yourself without all the inner emotions and inner ideas and wishes, et cetera, et cetera. For instance, just take me. I mean, when I get my pictures back, I tend to choose those pictures where I think I look the best. And that's, you know, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not proud of it. Okay. It's, I'm not proud of it, but it is how it is. I don't like to look bad. And there you go. And I, I don't think I'm alone in this, <laughs> but pictures where I look the best may not be serving me. They may not be representing my brand or even how I actually look. So just assuming that your pictures do represent how you look still, it doesn't have to be your most flattering angle. You know, we are moving human beings on film. And so it's important to get more than one angle, more than, you know, as in Germany, they call it your chocolate side. So don't just show your chocolate side. Another thing is which pictures best represent who you are, the essence that you portray, the essence that you go through the world with. We are all these multifaceted diamonds, and it really just depends which facet you polish and bring out to the light. So it's important to know which facet you want to polish and bring out to the light, but it's also important to know which are the innate facets, the innate essences that you bring to the table. And again, they may not always align with what you want. So it's important to get that outside perspective from colleagues whose opinions you know and trust who are being honest with you about what your essence is. Then you know how to use it. Let me give you another really good example for this one. You know, Steve Buscemi, right? Steve Buscemi is an extremely successful actor. I don't think anybody could deny that. And yet he always plays a loser. So I don't know what he's done to become copacetic with that outside view of him and how he's always cast and who he actually is as a man. And maybe he's just like, fuck it, I don't care. It serves me. I know I'm not a loser. And, you know, if that's how I come across, well, whatever. I think it's important to marry the two or make friends with the two. Let's put it that way. And other actors can really help you on your journey to making friends with your internal viewpoint of how you would like to come across and with the external viewpoint of how you do come across. Another obvious thing is helping you come up with the appropriate snippets out of your scenes to use for your showreel. Again, it's really hard to get that outside perspective when you are very much inside as the actor. You want to make sure that you're showing a large range with your show reel. And this is the other thing. Actors, we know what a good headshot is. We know what needs to be shown. We're not always good at knowing it with ourselves, but we can definitely identify that in someone else. And the same goes for show reels. So this is a skill. And make use of this. And if somebody does it for you, definitely offer to do it back for them and make yourself available for the group so that it's not just a one-sided thing. Accountability. Accountability is so important for setting and achieving your goals. So the way that a group can help you is, first of all, when you have a goal, you need to state that goal. It's great if you can write it down and state it out loud for yourself, but it's even better when you state it out loud to the world. Because just by the 
mere fact of saying, I want to do this. By the end of the next two months, I want to have a new agent, or I want to shoot a new showreel scene, or I want to have made 10 new industry contacts, or five new appointments for next week. Whatever it is, state it out loud to people who will then come back to you in whatever time frame you set for yourself and say, how's it going? But make sure you're giving as good as you get. When you are asking for someone to be your accountability partner, make sure that you are also making yourself available to be their accountability partner. It's karma, baby, right? <laughs> what goes around comes around. You got to balance giving with receiving. And mutual support is the key in a community. New skills. New skills, a way to learn new skills, to practice new skills. This is another great way to make use of a really supportive community. So how can you do this? Or what kind of skills am I talking about? Well, it could be something as easy as getting together once a week to work on scenes, to do camera work together. Or it could be something where you are collectively working together to work on accents, stage fighting, or stunt work, or animal work, or any number of things. And when you're practicing an old skill, that can be easier to organize, but it doesn't mean it's more difficult to organize a new skill either. So basically what you need to do is find a coach or find one of your colleagues. Maybe you know people who may know other actors. I mean, actors have a lot more skills than just acting. A lot of actors can sing, can dance, do yoga, breath work, stunt work can show you how to use a camera, can show you how to use the sound equipment. There are so many things that you could do, little workshops just within the people that you already know. But another thing that you could do is pool your resources and hire a coach. For instance, if you'd like to learn a new acting technique, Meisner, Chubbuck, Batson, Laban, I mean, there, there are a thousand of them, right? Or if you'd like to learn a new way to use your body, like for instance, animal work, or you want to learn improv. These are great reasons to hire a coach. And if you all do it together, you pull your money, you're saving a ton of money because nobody's actually making a profit. You're cutting out the middleman. You're going straight to the source. So you find a great coach, possibly even a new connection for a wider community, or at least adding to your network. And you also get a really valuable skill at a great price auditioning opportunities. People, this one is not to be overlooked. Do you know, like when you see somebody post on Facebook or on Instagram, you know, asking you, oh God, oh God, oh God, I got this audition. Does anybody have time to read with me? Well, you should be the first one raising your hand for this. First of all, first of all, just because you are going to need this someday. So be the person that offers before you ask. But second of all, if somebody's auditioning for something, that means somebody else is casting something. And there's a very good chance that you might be right for one of the roles. But you will never know if you don't actually put yourself in a position of networking with that person. It doesn't even have to be someone you know. This could just be someone in a community like a Facebook group or on Twitter or on Instagram. It doesn't really matter. 
And these days, you yes, you can go and help someone in person, but you can also do it in, on Zoom. So it doesn't matter where they are. If you see someone asking for help, then reach out and offer it to them because actors can be a, a great source for finding out about auditions that are happening right now. In fact, I personally have gotten friends parts and things because they've offered to help me. Now, it wasn't because they offered to help me and I didn't personally get them the part, but they got the audition because they came to read with me. And many times, in fact, six times I'm thinking of right now, just off the top of my head, where I didn't even ask the casting director. I just said, hey, you know what? You're here. You have learned the part just by reading it with me. So let's turn the cameras around and now you do it and we'll send it in. People have literally gotten parts off of that. I mean, what's the worst that the casting director can say? No, thanks. I don't want to look at their tape. Okay, so what? What have they lost? I mean, literally nothing. They were already at your house or on Zoom or whatever it was. They were already there doing it. So it may have cost them a couple of extra minutes to actually have the camera turned on them. But I mean, is that a cost? Really? We're actors. This is what we do, right? And speaking of this is what we do, it's fun. It's fun. Go and help a friend. Go and help a colleague. Go and help a stranger. Be careful, though. Don't put yourself in danger. But go and help someone and have fun because this is what we do. We act, right? This is what we live for. So any opportunity to act, whether you're getting paid or not, whether you've been cast or not, is an opportunity to have fun and an opportunity to possibly even learn something. At the very least, learn somebody new. Collaboration. This is such a big one. Okay, self-tapes have been around for years and years and years and years. But the idea that self-taping has become so prolific, that's something that the pandemic brought up. And it's, you know, for better or for worse, it is what it is and it's here to stay. But the important thing about it for us at this point is it has taught us so many new skills. I mean, come on. We are our own camera person, our own lighting person, our own sound person. We edit our stuff. We direct. We direct ourselves. I mean, we have so many skills that we are learning and are perfecting. And maybe we haven't perfected them or learned them entirely. But these are skills that you definitely did not have before self-taping was a thing. So put them to use. Collaborate with other actors. Make it a point to meet once a month and shoot a five-minute film. At the very least, you are going to be improving on the skills that you already have. And at the best, you are constantly going to be able to be refreshing your showreel with material of how you would like to be seen as opposed to just accepting the material that you have from whatever. You want to always make sure that your material it matches the way you want to be cast, not necessarily the way you are being cast. So that's one way to make sure that your material is constantly being refreshed. And I know with a lot of the casting portals here, like Italenta, Cast Upload, and Filmmakers, a lot of them give priority to profiles that have new material. So by constantly updating that, you're sort of constantly making sure that you're staying up at the top, which is also super important. Okay, 
So I have just given you five damn good reasons for why you should be curating community with other actors. And now I'm going to give you some practical tips on how to put together a community. I've done this many, many times, and it is one of my five pillars of a thriving acting career. So community is very important within my coaching group as well. So first of all, reach out to actors that you already know and like. That's kind of the obvious thing. If you're in a city where there are a lot of actors, that makes it much easier, especially if you've worked quite a bit doing some theater, film work, workshops, all of those things. I'm sure that you are meeting other actors. If you are not in a place where you're meeting a lot of actors, then you're going to have to get a little bit more creative, but it doesn't make it any less effective. So you can then be reaching out online. Now, if you are trying to create a virtual group, where do you find these other actors? Again, Facebook groups, Twitter, Instagram, use Instagram hashtags. There's Reddit. There are forums. There are so many places where you can reach out to other actors. So start with that. And once you have a group of actors, I personally feel like six to eight people is very manageable. That gives everybody a chance to have their say and a chance to give their opinion. If you get much bigger than that, people can start to feel like they're being left out, like they're not being asked. And also the meetings can run very, very long. When you have between six to eight people, depending on what you're doing, if all you're doing is getting together, for instance, for accountability purposes, well, then an hour or two is plenty of time, as long as you are sticking to a plan. So once you've got your group of people, you need to establish a meeting schedule. And it's also important to remember that we are all working actors and some of us have families. I have a family. So it's important to remember that we may not always be able to attend every meeting and not to feel resentful if somebody cannot attend every meeting. And I say that, but I also would stress that it's very important that people give priority to the meeting, that they treat it with respect and consideration as a priority in their life, frankly. I have a writer's group. I meet with them once a week. We are coming up on our two-year anniversary. These are amazing writers. They're all professional writers whose opinions I very much respect, and I have come to really rely on their opinions and their support, and I would not want to miss it. So with our writer's group, one of us is always submitting a script or a treatment or even just a log line, and we work through it. But on the rare occasions when nobody has anything to submit, we will still read a script. We will read a blacklist script or an indie movie script that just came out or something. We are still making sure that we're meeting and discussing and working that muscle. So, okay. So once you have your group established, once you have your schedule established, then it's important to establish the rules of the group a morale for the group, you know, so that it's not, so that it doesn't evolve into like a bitch session. That doesn't serve anybody. If all somebody wants to do is get together and bitch about how much this sucks and that sucks and nobody's casting, you know, and they always cast the same people and blah, blah, blah. It's all, oh God, I feel my body getting heavy just talking about it. It is such a drag and it doesn't, again, it doesn't serve. You'll hear me say that a lot. It does not serve. It doesn't help you. So if it doesn't help you, then it could actually even be hurting you. 
And I think in the case of constantly reiterating negative shit, you're just basically bringing yourself and everybody else down instead of inspiring and motivating. You want to feel good when you get together. So if you need to talk about something, I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about something, but I'm saying make it productive. Bitching about something without looking for a solution is just bitching. This business is difficult enough without making it more difficult by putting all these limiting beliefs on ourselves. So like that nobody's casting. They only cast the same people again and again. All this bullshit, right? It's not true. There, there are literally, you can look at the facts and see that things are being cast and new people do get seen. So it's not a question of whether this is happening or not. Then you just need to stop and say, okay, I didn't get an audition for that. Why not? Do I not know the right people? How can I meet the right people? What can I do to be seen by the right people? So it's not a, I can't, or they won't, or they don't like, or whatever it is. That is not helpful. What you always need to do, as Marie Forleo says, everything is figureoutable. There is no, no can do. There is, though, a way to go, okay, this isn't working the way I'm doing it. So what can I do to fix this situation? Okay, now this is really obvious stuff, but how do you maintain consistency? There are shared calendar groups, there's Doodle, there's all sorts of crap that you can use to make sure that everybody is aligned. I know with my writer's group, it's very simple. We meet every Wednesday, come rain or come shine, and then nobody can come and say, oh, I didn't know the meeting was today. So one of the ways I think it's really important to start off a group meeting is just by saying, what are the wins for today? Or what are the wins for this week? Or whatever it is, whatever time period you're talking about. So it could be something as simple as you reached out to five industry people this week, or you joined a new workshop, or you had five auditions, or you are writing yourself a short script to shoot next month. These are all wins. We often get very caught up in only counting the wins with things where we're getting a big paycheck, where somebody has hired us, where we are doing a guest star on a TV series, or we got a role in a feature film, or we got a big commercial, or whatever it is. We're only counting these things as the wins. And that doesn't serve you. <laughs> it doesn't. Because the other things count too. What about the time that you had five callbacks, but you didn't get the role? But those five callbacks, you know how close you were, or even three callbacks, or even one callback, you know how close you were to getting that role? Then it came down to things that were outside of your control. But that is still a win. You have cultivated a relationship with that casting director, and then it's very important to keep that up. So, okay, back to the, I think it's important then to begin each session with a win. Start with everybody's, what they've accomplished for the week, what they feel good about for the week, and then you can move into their challenges. A challenge, for me, is something that can be overcome. A problem, hmm, problems can be more difficult. But a challenge, a challenge is inviting almost. It's like, let's fix this. Let's figure out how to meet this challenge. 
Whereas a problem is just like, there's a big elephant sitting in the road and I can't get past it. I don't know. And lastly, I want to say that even if you cannot find a group of six to eight other committed actors, first of all, you will eventually if you keep at it. But one person is enough to begin with if they are as committed as you are. The only thing that I would stress here is it's very important that you are not the one doing all the work. You want to find someone who is equally committed and equally ambitious, who is willing to carry their weight. So that's all you need to start. Somebody can hold the camera. They can be your reader. They can be your accountability partner. They can give you a fresh perspective. One person can do all of that for you if you cannot find a group or you don't want to put the energy into finding a group. But it is very important to have that and to cultivate it. So in this video, we have learned five different reasons why it's important for you as an actor to curate community with other actors. We have also learned how to put together an accountability group, a community for yourself. And let me know if any of this resonated with you in the comments. I would love to know your own personal perspective on community and how it's important to you or not important to you and why. If you like this video, please like and subscribe. It honestly means the world to me. And now I want to challenge you to reach out to other actors and put together a community for yourself. And then let me know how it goes. I would love to know. So if, again, if you like this video and you want to have more videos like this, then give me a shout out. In fact, I would even love to know where you're watching this video or where you're listening to this video. So take a screenshot of it and give a shout out to me on Instagram. And I will share your stories on my story. So once again, I appreciate you so very much. You be your bold and beautiful self. And I will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye.